Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Organized chaos. I'm Keisha Pettit. I am Simon Bags. And on this podcast, we talk about pop culture, relationships, and the world's weirdest news. Coming up today, we are talking the Queen's Jubilee. Did you watch it? I did not, but I also did not know that you were a fan of the Queen. Mate, massive fan. Uh, the men to avoid on dating apps. Why adulting sucks, and the world's weirdest news. All that and a whole heap more coming up on today's show. Let's get into the chaos. All right, so Keisha, you know what I want to talk about, don't you? Obviously. Queen's Jubilee. <laughs> Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. And when you said that you wanted to speak about this, I thought you were taking the piss. Not at all. Now, I haven't watched it either. Are you like, what do they call the people who are obsessed with the royals? They've got a name. Uh, royalists, yeah. Royalists. Well, I, I don't know if I'm a, a royalist, but I do love a bit of pomp and ceremony, right? And that's what you got out of the Queen's Jubilee. Now, she didn't turn up for two of the days. She was actually not... Like ready to, you know, she wasn't feeling good. She's getting on. She's what ninety six. Yeah, but if, I mean, if they're putting a party like that on for you, fucking turn up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it is. Tr- can you imagine the organisers who have organised that entire thing? Because that's a lot of work. There's clipboards going around everywhere. People, like, you can oh you, you can see earpieces with those, you know, those like the little wiry bit that goes out the back, and they're communicating with everyone. Janine, There'd be a lot of radios going on, right? Janine, get the trucks in. You know, bump bump in, bump in, three a.m. You know, all that kind of shit. <laughs> right? Can you imagine oh, the person... Getting flashbacks from, like, radio days. Right? Or when you have to do a promotion or something like yeah. that. But can you imagine the people that had to organise that entire thing? Do you know what Jubilee is for? No idea, mate. But looks fun <laughs> and I want to be around it, you know? I think it means that it, she's been on the throne for 70 she's, years. You know, and she's There's done an amazing There's all, like, different ones, job. like Diamond, Emerald, all those yeah. kind of things. I think Platinum Jubilee is, like... She's killing it. 70. Yeah. Like, not many people get there, right? No, I think she's maybe the first one. Because back in the day, it would have been all, like, off with his head, dead. all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> the head is long ago. Yeah. Well, I think um, the thing Also, that, like, microbes and stuff. Sure, you know? yeah. Well, look... Uh, I love how you have to bring science into it all the time. Like, I'm talking about the Queen's Jubilee and somehow you got science in there. Anyway. We live longer now. Look, um, what I – I didn't watch it either, but I did get a bit of social media gear. Mm-hmm. Um, Paddington Bear and the Queen, like, sitting there. Did you not see this? <laughs> Paddington Bear. You know Paddington who, Bear? Yeah. Yeah, I know who Paddington Iconic Bear is. Iconic Paddington Bear sitting there with the Queen. The cartoon. Ha- yeah, having a discussion about marmalade sandwiches, right? Are you he, taking the, is this satire? Like, are you taking the piss, or has this actually happened? 
This they happened. had Paddington bear. Well, there. not a fucking real Paddington bear. It's not a thing. It's like a digital. You know, like they inserted it digitally. Yeah, the marmalade sandwich. They're sharing. Uh, you know how where they keep their marmalade sandwich, and the look in Paddington Bear's eye. Like it's it's almost it's very emotional. I got very emotional watching the video. I almost got a little bit teary because I felt like it was the world kind of like saying goodbye to the Queen in a way because we're not really going to ever get to celebrate at this level while she's alive again. Because the next celebration will pretty much be the funeral, right? So she won't be there. And it did feel like Paddington Bear was representing us all being like, you've had a tough life, right? You've had a long life. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, that's thank very you. wholesome. Right? It just felt like a bit of a thank you, to the, um, which was. I think it's great that um, you as a 37-year-old male got slightly teary at a CGI bear. <laughs> Mate, I was. I was sitting there watching it on Instagram and I'm like, <clears throat> and I'm lying there next to you and she's like, what are you, what are you crying about now? Like now, like I do it all the time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you crying and I'm about like, now? Yeah, and I'm like, the fucking bear is talking to the queen. <laughs> no, you're not going to go right. But she was acting, mate. She did her, She was showing her acting skills. She's not bad. She's I mean, she's probably been acting to cover up for the crimes of her children sure, for a yeah. long time. But, I mean, like, good. I mean, did you, are you not a fan? Uh, I don't do dislike some, the Queen. The, I dislike some, the royal family They do in some general. fucked up shit. They do some fucked up shit. One thing I did see yeah. was a video of Charles, yeah. like 70-something-year-old Charles, yeah. Being like, yes, congratulations, mummy. Oh, yeah. And I actually yeah, shriveled up inside and wanted to turn into dust. I've never felt so ill at, like, a phrase that was publicly spoken to such a wide stage. Mummy. What is a 70-year-old doing? Mate. Calling his mother mummy. Okay, so here's the thing, right? If you went home with a guy to meet his parents, right, and, like, you're 28, 29, yeah. whatever you are, right? 29? 28. <laughs> Don't fucking age me up, mate. I've got Botox. Yeah. Anyway, so you're in, uh, in, in like the, the hot zone of dating, right? Right. If you went home with a guy to meet his parents and he went, hey, mama or mummy, right? Would you be like, what Vagina's f- closed. You are never inserting me. If a guy that I am dating calls his mother mummy mm. and not like ironically, not as a joke – yeah, like he did it on, like he did it in front of millions of people. <laughs> like he, it wasn't like Shut behind closed up, doors. Shop. Those legs are never coming open. Yeah. That is the most. It's like I don't actually know if there's something that turns mm. me off more quickly than the phrase "mummy," mm. which is funny because I think it's a little bit of a contradiction to the phrase "daddy." <laughs> but like, wow. no one's getting up. I mean, do you on want- a stage in front of millions of people and being like, "Thanks, daddy." <sighs> You know what? We're only three episodes into this and I'm not going to even unpack that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Simon, I'm a 28-year-old woman. I've lived out of home for 10 years and I thought I had the whole adult thing down packed. Right. I can change the oil in my car. That's impressive. Thank you. I feel like I'm quite the handy woman, like I've got my shit together. Mm -hmm. But something happened the other morning that has made me realise that um, you still got to call your mum sometimes. Yes. (laughs) I woke up, fridge isn't cold. Fridge is starting to smell. Was there a blackout the night before? No, there was not. Everything in the freezer has defrosted. Basically, the fridge has just gone kaput. Okay. 
And then I stood there and I was like, I don't know what to do with a fridge. Do you get it repaired? No, do you, you buy First of all, what one? you do is you open the fridge and you take some risks. <laughs> so you go, yogurt, give it a go. How does it taste? A little bit sour. Maybe won't go there. Chicken, salmonella. Will I give it a risk? Why not? I did do that. I pulled the milk out and I put it in the milk frother and I was like, I'm heating it anyway. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be sweet. It's only been up to 24 hours, right? Totally. We'll be fine. Yeah. But then all these other things went through my head of like, Pate. How? Will it be all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who's got pate I'm in it? I'm not ever having that. I'm not having that, whether it's stone cold or whether it's room temperature. And the one thing that I've landed on mm. is like, what do you do with the existing broken fridge? I can't lift a fucking fridge. How old is it? Oh, it's probably like old enough to get a new one. It's time to let it go, mate. It's yeah. time to go to the good guys. They're not a sponsor of this show, but it's time to go to the good guys. Could be a sponsor. And make sure when you go either to Harvey Norman or good guys that you negotiate the hell out of them. I'm going to have to bring you with me. I'm so bad at it. You, you never pay the price on the tag at those places. Did you know that? No. I was going to order it online. How do you negotiate no. online? You go well. I don't know how you do that, but you go into the store. There'll be some guy that comes up to you in a blue shirt with a name badge on there, Dave, <laughs> and you say, "Dave, what's the best price you can do on this fridge here?" Oh, right? Oh, you da- viscerally uncomfortable. Nah, you do it. No, one hundred percent. And you guarantee you, he'll look at the barcode because in the barcode it'll have a few numbers in there that he can work out. Dave's Dave's done some numbers in the past, right? And Dave knows. I can probably knock off ten percent for this lovely lady. I don't think it's worth. I don't think it's worth the anxiety that that would cause me. What's the anxiety? You're getting a fridge <laughs> cheaper than the actual price you're supposed to be paying for it, and I'm you a walk young out of there. And we don't. We don't do this. Do it. We have limited social interaction, and we go up and we just go. How much is that? Nah. Cool. Just tap here. Yep. Sweet. And I'm on my way. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I. I wouldn't know how you do that on the internet. <laughs> What's the best bargain you've gotten? Well, uh, buying all the food, because we recently moved to Sydney, mm. right? So we got a bunch of different stuff. Went in there and we went, well, mate, we're buying a lot of stuff here. So what's the best price you can make, knock off every single thing? I reckon I knocked off six or 700 bucks there. I saved myself. Seriously? Yeah, mate. See, that's actually worth it. I feel mate, like for it's one- always worth it. <laughs> Can you come to the good guys and eat? Yeah. I'm not an adult enough for this. I do love that. But yeah, let's fuck off this fridge. Let's go to the good guys. Will you help me get rid of it? Like, will you help me carry it? No, no, no. You do that bit, right? <laughs> I and can't I- <laughs> do that bit. I'm not a strong, independent woman get enough. Your, get your flatmate in here. That's what he's here for. To carry a heavy fridge down Do man stairs. shit, bro. <laughs> That's what you're here for. No. <laughs> That's anytime, why I asked you to come over and honestly, here today. anytime man shit comes up, you watch how fucking fast I move out of that room. <laughs> <laughs> Can you lift it? And I'm just gone. It's just a little puff of dust. That I'm just <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I have a bit of an update for you on the advice that you gave me on last week's podcast. Are you talking about uh, dating? Yes. Is my favourite part of this podcast. Sorry. Like, I get bored when I'm talking and when you're talking about this stuff, I'm like, all ears, mate. You gave me the advice last week of updating my Hinge bio to say something along the lines of dating me is like dating every other girl on here except like Budding's Warehouse, I'll beat it by 10%. Boom. Now, how's it working out for you? Mate, you have... Absolutely hit the ball out of the park. Are we talking thirsty boys here? Are they? Are they? Are they hungry? It's actually more. More. <laughs> I would say in terms of quality and quantity, I'm actually getting more quality responses because they're funny. Well, they're funny people, I mean. right? They're, they're they're people that have a brain that can come up with a bit of a joke or have a joke at themselves. Well, I think that that's what it could be because here are three of the responses I've gotten in the past 24 hours. One, your answers are real epic. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's a way to pad my ego. Another one. This whole profile is just the most real thing I've seen on this app. Thank you for not saying the same things as everyone else. Boom. I actually thought that was really flattering. Yeah, it it is. That's actually very kind. What does everyone else say? You know, I like... Spicy margaritas, brunch, beach, sunsets. They're the ones. And fresh sheets. Oh, Fuck, who loves fresh sheets? (laughs) And then the third one I got was, you had me at Bunnings Warehouse. Can I take you for a sausage sizzle? Mate, A-plus response well, to I, that. Yeah, because it could mean a number of different things, right? Maybe he wants you to sizzle his sausage. <laughs> he wants to take me for a Bunnings snack, you weirdo. Oh, okay. That's what Bunnings is known for. You know how on a Saturday they like cook up the sausage I know, sandwiches? Mate, I know that Bunnings Warehouse does a – I just thought maybe he's letting you know. Oh, you reckon he's speaking in like a euphemism? I reckon. Yeah, I do. Oh, maybe I should we like, can go hit for X on. <laughs> no, that's, that's still, you know, um, because uh, let's have a look at him. Let's have a look and see whether you do want to sizzle his sausage. You can't. Mm, uh, what do you think? Maybe, maybe we could You'd sizzle, sizzle that sausage, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Not at a Bunnings Warehouse date. Anyway, I mean, he's an entrepreneur, it says in his profile, so we're probably going to on that one. Okay, so you don't, li- you don't like the entrepreneur? No, I don't. Entrepreneur. I, I just think that there's something associated with say, saying that you're an entrepreneur. Like, I don't mind if you are. That's great. Like, starting your own business is a really ambitious thing to do. Or would you rather than just be honest and say unemployed? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But I just think entrepreneur is just a bit wanky. Like, it's a little bit, yeah. I'm an entrepreneur and I have all these dreams and they're all happening. For, like, just mm. tell me what you're in. Like, mm. 
We've all got Tell dreams, mate. We've all got dreams. Are you in tech? Are yeah. you in... Like- okay, so job description, entrepreneur, not a good sign because it obviously means that they're going to be very uh, into that thing that they want to do. No time for you. No, that's not the problem. I think it's just that it's a little bit like... It's not very descriptive. Like, what do you do? Mm. You obviously want me to ask. But what about the whole, like, you know, the mystery? Like, the you know, how you girls like the mystery and, like, no, oh, the tall, dark, and handsome with the mystery. <laughs> I'm like, not into the mystery. You love the mystery. I want to know where my boyfriend is on a Saturday night. You're a stage five I'm clinger. I'm not into the mystery. <laughs> All right. So, okay, let's get – I'll give you a job description and you tell me whether you date the, that type of person. We're generalising here, though, because okay. there's great people in every different industry. There's also bad people in every industry, right. so yeah. We've okay. all experienced them. All right, here we go. Tradie. Yeah, yeah, I'd go a tradie. And what do you like about the tradie? Um, I mean, I think there's the typical, like, they're pretty handy, mm. but... Uh, Down to earth, knock about with their mates. All right, what about medical field, doctor? This is a very touchy subject right now, Simon, and you know that. Yeah, but, like, do you like... like what do you, in <laughs> no, general, probably, what are they like? I probably won't date doctors again. Mm. Firstly, the last two that I've dated have both moved overseas to get away from me, so we're going to try and avoid that. But often they work really long hours yeah. and... Have very nice houses, so, I mean, come on. No, 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 they can be, like, sorry to say this, they can be a bit selfish. <sighs> Yeah, and I get it, I get it, because, like, they've worked so hard to do what they do, and what they do is, like, one of those jobs where you kind of go, well, I just got to suck it up. Like, you do yeah. have a job that is more important than me. But uh, they excuse can me, be we're, po- <laughs> we're podcasters, all right? I know you're doing brain surgery. I fucking talk into this thing. How good am I? That is literally a conversation <laughs> I had with the last guy that I was dating. I was like, look, I know that today you've been saving people's lives. I get it, I get it. But today I spoke about something really fucking funny and I just need you to listen to me. Yeah, oh, God. So, okay. yeah, for me, right. probably no more doctors. All right, what about bankers? Guys with, you know, like slick back hair, party a lot. No, this is maybe this is my problem. Maybe I'm just ruling out way too many people. I think finance guys, I mean, you know that they're doing lines every weekend and I, oh, something about them is just a little bit, I it's don't know. It's a little know, bit Wolf like of Wall Street kind of vibe. A little bit, yeah. yeah don't yeah. really want to get amongst that. Okay. Uh, what about an accountant? <laughs> you can count your money, <laughs> get you a good return at tax time. Actually, that would be useful. That would be useful. But probably up there with the most boring profession you could ever you'd imagine. Only, you'd only be having the hottest sex in July, oh. right? <laughs> you'd be waiting for tax time to come around and be like, mate, you are a fucking <laughs> That's dream. a deduction, baby. <laughs> but then every other month, shit. Like Christmas, shit. <laughs> February's the quietest month right? for every business. Boring. Dry, dry February. Dry as, but July, mate, fucking, that is not dry July, let's be honest. <laughs> So in this podcast, we cover relationships, pop culture, and also the world's weirdest news. Got some wacky headlines from the past week for you. Mm. Man who owed $4.80 for book gets high school diploma six decades later. Wow. Well, at the library, he owed the $4.80? Where, where was he? Well, he's a 78-year-old. His name's Ted Sams. He's in Pasadena, California. And apparently uh, back in 1962, Mm. he got in trouble. He got suspended from school and he missed his final exam. Mm. He went back. He had to do his exam later. Mm. And he went back to get his diploma and they wouldn't give it to him because he owed $4.80 for a book. So he just went, fuck you guys. Don't worry about it. And now six decades later, he's gone and he's graduated last Friday. Good on him. Now, I've, you know how sometimes when you go to like, – have you been back to your old school? Yes. 
and there's always someone like in the in the what do you call it, like teachers aid area, right? Mm-hmm. That has never left. Right? There were people who taught. My parents both went to the same high school right. as me. Tell me you're from Newcastle without mm. telling me you're from Newcastle. And there were teachers who taught them that then taught me when I was in high school. And these are the fuckers that would ruin this guy's <laughs> life, right? Because that four dollars eighty. Who's remembering that? And as if that's coming up on a system and someone's going, "Well, mate, you need to," uh, you know, it's not like they would have had it on a computer system back then. But that mate, being said, there would be someone there furious about that four dollars eighty <laughs> still, like Margaret in well, Teachers Aid. Do you reckon he's having to pay inflation? Like, prices have gone up. 100%. If it's anything like house prices, he's going to want to take yes. out a pretty big loan to pay back yeah. that $4.80 book. Anyway, congratulations to Ted Sams. On to my next weird story for you. And the reason I brought this to the table is because, frankly, I love seeing you uncomfortable. Period Crunch cereal wants to normalise menstruation Talk at the breakfast table. Now, what made me uncomfortable is the way that you said menstruation. It sounded like you said menstruation. <laughs> menstruation. <laughs> Isn't it menstruation? So I've been saying what you, it right? we'll say it. Menstruation? What are you fucking doing? I'm the one who has periods. You don't get to say it. Isn't it menstruation? (laughs) (laughs) The mansplaining of menstruation. Uh, Anyway, there is a real thing that is a raspberry flavored uterus cereal. Mm. That all these little, this little picture, all these little uteruses. Uteri? What's the plural of uterus? Please ask me. From Sweden, mm. and they're making it into a breakfast cereal in the hopes that it will take down the stigma of periods at the breakfast table. Yeah, because that's where you want to be discussing, <laughs> you know, that, I guess. It makes you so uncomfortable. Morning, everyone. <laughs> How's your period? How's your, <laughs> like, how's your uterus cereal? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Look, at the end of the day, probably getting a few more discussions around it is a good thing. This is true. But is breakfast. <laughs> All right, on to story number three. A man developed sudden amnesia after having sex with his wife, completely forgetting his own wedding anniversary party the day before. This, to me, doesn't sound like amnesia. Mm. This, to me, sounds like old mate forgot his wedding anniversary. And just came up with the worst excuse possible. (laughs) (laughs) During sex, she's like, you fucking forgot our wedding anniversary. And he's like... What? What is happening? Where am I? Who I've are got you? amnesia. Oh, I've got amnesia. I need to go to the hospital. It's a real story. Apparently, it's a thing that people actually can have, and it happens more often when they're having sex, which is a bit weird. Maybe there's like chemicals going on in the brain. I don't know. Do you ever do that? Like, do you ever come up with really like out there excuses if you fuck something up? Like, you know, oh, <sighs> shit, I um, got stuck on the Harbour Bridge. And then- I feel like I would have in the past, mm. but it was something I learnt. When you is- lie, you've got to fucking keep remembering all the details. 100%. And I yep. have the worst memory ever because mm. I'm never paying proper attention. Yep. And so I just, I had to stop making, even little white lies. I was like, can't because I'll get caught up in my own yes. lies. And I've realised... It's actually possible to get out of doing something or just to apologise if you've stuffed up mm. and not actually give a reason. Yeah, just say, I don't want to do that. Well, I'm more so for me, I've just gone, like, I'm really sorry I fucked up and I forgot about mm. that. Or you could try this, like on Monday when the boss says, why aren't you coming to work? You go, I don't want to. <laughs> and then just be honest. You know. <laughs> <laughs> work? I was there like three days ago. You're Fun so guys. needy. Far out. There's no need to lie here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Fuck, why don't you understand? Keisha just said I just had to tell you I don't want to fucking be here and then I won't have to do it. So, <laughs> Honesty's the best policy, right? All right, the last one for you. Taiwanese math teacher gives hardcore calculus lessons on Pornhub. 
Ooh, okay. Oh, there are some loose teachers. You know how you do have you mean like actual teachers, or do you mean the teachers that they have on Pornhub? Because I don't, I don't think oh. they're real teachers. <laughs> I don't think they're real teachers, babe. I think they'd all be losing their jobs. Oh, okay. So they're not real. That's well, not, they're not real scenarios. <laughs> what? Not that schoolgirl. That what? That college professor? Weird. This guy actually is a real teacher though, mm. and he's uh, he's amassed one point nine million views on Pornhub. Here's what I actually find is the weirdest part about this story. He stayed completely clothed. Hot. He has a <laughs> he has a sweatshirt and jeans on. So he's actually a teacher. He's got fifteen years of teaching experience. Mm. And during the pandemic, he came up with this idea that he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, my teaching has kind of dried up. These, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll get these kids where they're where, where's their attention at. <laughs> That's All right. Literally what he said. Is it genius or is I, it well, a bit weird? I mean, you, you fish where the fish are, don't you? I mean, if the kids are on Pornhub, <laughs> get them there. And Can the, you imagine and the, the title that they'd come up with? Well, you just you know, you just fish where the fish are. That's a that's a fair point, and also like kind of two for one. They wouldn't need to go to PDHPE. They've had their sex education. Boom! At the same time. Oh, uh, that is the world's weirdest news from the past week for you. Well, that is it for us today. Another episode done. Another Wednesday. What did they listen to us? We're just starting out. We're like the startup crew down the street, like mm. that little cafe that you get your coffee from, even though it doesn't taste as good as the one around the corner. But you want to support small business. Yeah, our microphones are. Literally sitting on some uh, rag that uh, Keisha's got in her house. It's not a rag, it's my blanket. Well, <laughs> it's to absorb the sound so it doesn't... Be- anyway, we're getting into audio. Let's not look too closely <laughs> at the rag. Um, if you have enjoyed this podcast, we'd love it if you, <laughs> you could share it with a friend and give us a review on Apple Podcasts, a star rating on Spotify, and we'll be back with you next week. Have a yeah, good one. We'll be here. 